Bokitov Darchenom, we continue in the laws and Minhagim of Erv Yom Kippur. We're now up to Siman Taf Reish Zion, 607, where the Mechaber says as follows. At Mincha time, we go through our first round of Vidui, Mincha of Erv Yom Kippur, Kodem Sudam of Seket, which occurs before we have our Sudam of Seket, the Suda that we eat in order to try to get through Yom Kippur without too, feeling too hungry. Says the Mishnah Bras Sivkatan Aleph, Kodam Sumaf Seket. So he brings the reason for why we do this Vidui before the Sudam of Seket, even though Sumaf Seket is still in the daytime, a bit of a morbid reason that everybody brings. Says as follows Shema Yerelo Devar Kalkala, maybe something will happen, Basuda, something negative will happen, Basuda, Sheikhanek will cause him to choke, Otitaref Dato will cause him some sort of mental. Disturbance or whatever of lo yichalit vadot, and he won't be able to do vidui for the Yom Kippur, acharkach afterwards, and therefore best to do at least one vidui before the Sudam of Seket, just in case something happens there that won't allow him to do any other vidui. V'yesh poskim shesovrim shetzrichlit vadot gam achar achila. That poskim hold that you also have to do a separate vidui before the even before Yom Kippur kicks in, even after you Sudam of Seket kodem chashecha before his night time. It's proper, says the Shla, to be machmir, like this opinion. Okay, you might have wondered in your in your machzor starts off with tfiazaka, and if you look inside, it's like a quasi type of vidui. So therefore, in that way, if you say the tfiazaka before they start kol nidre, that way you fulfill the opinion that says we should have a vidui after the uh, the uh, the sudam uh, of second and before it gets dark. Let's continue now in Sif Beit. When one does Vidui, you do not have to go into the details of the Chet. But if you want to go into the details, and if you're doing it quietly, it's actually proper to uh, detail the sin, but nobody else has to hear it. Says the Ramah, but when you do your Vidui out loud, or Sheikh Tzibor Kishchoser Atfila, or the Sheikh Tzibor when he does the Vidui in his Chazara. In the Farait Achet, since you're saying it out loud, you don't say the Chet out loud. But when we say the Al Chet, Shabnu, Baganu, etc., and the Al Chets that afterwards, that we say, Lob Mikre Farait, that's not considered to be saying the details out loud, so those who can say out loud, why? Everybody's saying the same nusach, so therefore you're saying it out loud is not you saying your personal chet out loud, which you shouldn't do, but that nusach, which everybody's saying, you can say out loud. That's not concerned to dealing, detail, detailing things out loud, the details you keep to yourself, but that nusach is a universal nusach. Okay, uh, let's see, let's now go to, uh, to Sif Gimel. One should do the vidui while standing up. Even if he heard the vidui already from the shleach tzibor, when he had heard from the shleach tzibor, he already had done his vidui in a silent shmonesrei. Still, he has to stand up for the vidui of the of the of the shleach tzibor also. And says Rama, we we actually do another vidui along with the shleach tzibor at the time the Shleich Sibor does his vidui in his Chazara. Let's look at Sivkat and Yud, the Mishnah Barav. Mu'umad, you'll be standing up. 
that that's a way more of of modesty and and um, and showing our uh, humility towards the Kaddish Baruch Hu standing up. When you say vidu, you have to have 100% sincerity. It's good when he when he does his, his vidu, he should bend over a little bit, like he bend over when he says modim. But he shouldn't lean on anything at that time. He shouldn't lean on anything to the degree that if you took that thing away, he'd fall over. If he, if he was leaning that much during the vidui, we have to have a tzich even if he has to go back into himself. So the chathila certainly one should not lean heavily on anything during the vidui. Maybe lean slightly, but even not to lean at all. Um, we say the uh, we have to do it standing up until we finish that last one, which is al-chayt and then you can sit down if you need to sit down. But until then, should be standing. Yud Aleph, who hit Vadekfar, says the Mishnah Buram in Sifkatan Yud Aleph, Milshono, from the Lashon of the Shulchanach, Mashmid Datuk, the Kaban Shit Vadekfar, since the person already said Vidoy in his in his personal Shmonesre, but Smom, Ein Srich Pam Sheni Lachsor Lifadot. He doesn't have to go back and do Vidoy again. Elalishmam Shilti Borkishar Chazrashatz. All you is hear the vidui of the Shel Tzibor. However, Harama b'shem Haran Pali Galzeh, he argues on this, v'sri'alei d'tzrich l'achzor l'ivadot, you have to go back and do vidui again, along with the Shel Tzibor, v'chein pasak b'yitur me'iri v'chein minchag b'zmanenu, our minhag is to indeed do another set of vidui along with the Shel Tzibor, even though we already did it in our own silent Shmonesrei. I'm skipping now down to the Mishnah Bro, some five lines, where it says, this starts the sentence, Bishat Amirat HaVidui, when he says the Vidui, we said he should be bent over a little bit, when he says the actual Chet, or Al Chet, Yakeb Ogrof Al Chazeh, he should hit his uh, his chest with his fist, O Al Halev, or on the heart, as if you're telling your heart, you caused me to sin. Obviously, this is a symbolic act, one should not hit himself too hard, okay, one has to, uh, one has to be careful about that. Okay, this is only a symbolic act. Okay, um, let's continue in Sif Dalid. Sins that you did vidui upon them in last Yom Kippur, a year ago. And he did not go back and do them again. He did not go back and do them again. Nonetheless, he can go back and confess on them again. Why is that? Let's see in the uh, let's see in the Mishnah Berurah. Lachsor v'livatot sif katan yudalit v'bikamar kamar hareze mishubach. Not only is it a good thing to do, but it's actually a very praiseworthy thing to do. Why? Shmishum shenamar because it says v'chatati negdi tamid. My sins are always in front of me. So even those sins that I asked forgiveness and did not repeat again, it's a fine thing to once again do vidui upon them in the following year. Okay, I'm skipping now now into the middle of Sif Hay. Uh, that's actually the in my mission, but it's the very last line on the page I was reading. Okay, actually it's an inner Sif Vav. I see Sif Vav, where it says Yom Kippur Eno Mechaper El Al Hashavim Amenim BeKaprato. Okay, Yom Kippur is does not offer kapara except to those who believe that it can be mechaper. Aval, however, okay, Hamevaet Bo, those who poo poo Yom Kippur. What is this Yom Kippur stuff? Come on. 
and omechaper becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy, and uh, and it won't be kapara. So in order for the Yom Kippur kapara to work, you have to believe in it as that is that it works and and it helps. Okay, so let's continue now with Siman Tafrei Shchet, six hundred eight, where the Mechaber says in Sifalaf, Ochlim Mafsikim Kodem Benesh Mashod. Okay, we did our Vidui. Now we have our Sudam Mafseket. You should stop your Sudam Mafseket before Benesh Mashod, before Shkia. Should Srich Losif Michol Kodesh. Everyone has to be Mosif, has to add a little bit from from the Chol to the Kodesh, meaning starts his fast a little bit before even Shkia, a little bit before. With no set amount, but it should be in a, a, some quantifiable amount of time before Shkia is when you should stop eating and, and take upon yourself the fast. Says Mishnah Brasif Katanalef, Shetzrich Losif, If one to not do this or to, to eat during this time, whatever, Ki Mitzvah Taseh. Okay, it's only Mitzvah Taseh, it's not a Karet, Karet only stops when you, starts when you, when you become Yom Kippur itself. Where does this come from? The Alfin Begimara and Rosh Hashanah Davtetam Adalif Midichtiv Einitem Nafshotechem B'Tishal Lachodesh. We've talked about this pasuk before. It says you should deny yourself on the ninth of the month by Erev Me Erev at Erev Tishbetu Shabbat Chem. If I'm reading and we say Yachov B'Tishal Mitanim, is it possible you're also fasting on the ninth? Tamud Lamar Be'Erev. No, only on the 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 night that follows the the ninth. Maybe well, if it's Arab, then maybe only when it gets dark. Tisha mentions Tisha the ninth. Kate said, "How can we? How can we reconcile these two seemingly contradictory things?" And from that, we learn that the actually the Tanit and everything else should actually start a little bit from the ninth, which means a little bit before Shkia. In order to add from the whole, from the not holy onto the onto the holy. The Gam very similar to Shabbat, also at the end of Yom Kippur, Mosif, it go a little bit longer than Seita Kochavim, Midechtiv, Me'erev, Erev. It should be a full time, a full time that we add to the beginning and slightly add to the end also. Let's now go to Sif uh, Gemo, where the Mechaber says as follows, Im hifsik me'achilato, if he stopped eating, he had stopped his sum of second, Bod hayom gadol, when there's still a fair amount of time until Shkia, he can actually go back and eat more, uh, even after he benched, he can go and eat more, and because he, as long as he did not actually take on the tanit itself. Let's see the details of the Mishnah Burah. Sifkat and Yud Bet, where he says, Yachol lachzor v'lechol, yeshe katvu shamin hag shalachar shachal, asur lechol. Once he finished eating, that's it. You can't eat anymore, no matter what time it is. Bezeim avsik, his stopping eating and benching is like he took on the fast verbally. To avoid this, before Bekrimazon, he should actually say out loud, his benching does not constitute de facto acceptance of the Tanit. Because if he doesn't say it, he should at least think it. Okay, otherwise, you get yourself into Suffolk territory and you don't want to do that. Okay, uh, he says, calls Manshalokibel. He says, Sifkat in Gimel, Vim Kibel Alav, but if you did for sure take on the fast, Asur Gamber Rechitzasika, not only is eating prohibited, but also all the other uh, things we're not allowed to do on Yom Kippur, which we'll detail in another time. Bifrat Bimlacha, and also you can't do Malacha anymore, so that's, uh, that'd be a little bit dangerous. Um, you tell it, 
שלא קיפל אב תנית וקבלמה, הני רק מפלגה מנחה ואילך. So this is all talking about if he took upon the fast after פלגה מנחה. אבל אם קיבל לב התנית מקודם לפלגה מנחה, which is quite a bit before שקיעה, אין קבלתו כלום, it's still daytime. אבל אם קיבל על עצמו סתם, שלא לאכול עוד, זה מהני אפילו בשאר ימות החמה. אוקיי. Without going to that last part, but once again, just one, one, it's best if one verbally says he's not yet taking on the fast, because otherwise you can get yourself into trouble. And I know myself, especially near Tisrael, even after I finish eating, I still want to drink a lot, because that's one of the main biggest challenges here, the not, need not to dehydrate on Yom Kippur. So it's best if you verbally don't take on the fast, say that before your Birkat Amazon, and then you can eat or drink after that, okay? But you must stop a little bit before, Shkia, uh, because the fact we said you have to add a little bit to the uh, to the to the fast. Let's look at Dalad now. Okay, in the Sudam of Sekhet, he should eat light foods, litakel. He should digest. You don't want to come into shul and say kol nidre while your stomach is bursting. That's not exactly the right way to approach Hashem. Try not to have thing, eat food that's going to make your body warmer. You don't want to come bring yourself have a seminal issue on the night of Yom Kippur. It's also one should not have milk products. Okay, all this to avoid uh, any seminal issue. You could have milk in the morning, uh, the morning of uh, the Erev Yom Kippur, but, uh, but in Siddam of Sekhet, best not to have things that could uh, lead to a seminal issue. You have to do whatever you can to avoid that. Okay, let's look now at Sivkat and Yudzayin, Shlo Yevalide Keri, Yom Kippur, Halo Asur Lo Lit Bo. If he has a seminal issue, it's not, a, it's not great because he can't go and, and do the mikvah on Yom Kippur. He'll have to do his best. He'll have to wipe out that area just to clean it off. But again, we try everything beforehand to avoid such a circumstance. I'm going to continue a little bit more because I want to just finish off the laws of, of, of Arab Yom Kippur. Um, says the, in, in Siman Taf Reish Yud, Sif Beit, Yishmi Shomer Shemavrech al Ner Yom Kippur. Okay, uh, there are those who say we make a brach on the light in the counts of Yom Kippur. Says Ramah Hagav Bechena Min Hagbinot Elu. We light a, we light the lights of Yom, uh, of Yom Kippur, light candles of Yom Kippur. Says the Mishnah Sivkat and Zayin. Bechena Min Hagbinot Chulei Dahainu. Shem Min Leparech on these candles. Asher Kinot Zivanu Ladikner Shom Yom Kippurim. So we light candles on Yom Kippurim and make that bracha. Uh, going into Sif Dalet, but at the Ramah, if his parents have passed away, he also lights a Yurtzeit candle, as we say Yizkar on Yom Kippur, so lights Yurtzeit candles. Um, and then the last part of Siman Tafrei Shud, at the very end he says, there's a minute to wear white, clean clothes on Yom Kippur, Dugmat Sharet, on the one end makes it look like, we're like angels, because we we're all physicality, we're desisting from all physicality on that day, like the angels. And many people wear a kittel for this reason. This is also the type of shrouds that the dead people are, are put into when, when they're, before they're buried. And the reminder of the day of death, reminding ourselves the day of death makes us more humble, more willing to accept the idea that we need to do tshuva, before Hashem. Nichnav v'nishpar, 
okay we uh, we make us broken a little bit so that we do a proper tshuva okay um i wish everybody a wonderful day